Welcome to the Crush It with Annie podcast. I know a few things about building a business from scratch. Starting and growing a business can be a lonely journey. And I want you to know, you are not alone in this. Let's crush it together, shall we? Hello, welcome to the Crush It with Annie podcast. So this week, I would like to share with you a few lessons I learned from being a juror on a criminal case. I know, heavy stuff. So last week, I was selected to be one of the 12 jurors on a first-degree child molestation case. Um, I'm not going to get into details of the trial. I can still feel the heaviness in my chest as I am speaking on this matter. I was in court for the entire week, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. It was an extreme, extremely emotionally draining experience. I think for most people, myself included, when we first received the summons for jury duty, the first reaction was, oh, great. I definitely rolled my eyes when I saw the summons, and the first thing I did was to Google how to get out of jury duty. Uh, Definitely not my proudest moment, but that's what I did. But after this whole experience, after the whole week, although it was extremely emotionally taxing, but it was also very profound in many ways. I've gained a lot of new perspectives, and I really want to share them with you. As someone who is the only person working in the business without any employees, A few people did ask me why I didn't try to get out of jury duty because technically I could if I told the judge I would suffer financial hardships if I weren't there for my business. And that is true. And I did consider that during the jury duty process. So during the selection process, um, the judge asked people to raise their hand if they don't think they could serve due to hardships. And trust me, I already thought about raising my hands, but I ended up not doing it. The main reason is after I heard other people's reasoning, such as not being able to find a nanny to care for their child, some have their own financial reasons. There was this guy who has been an employee for a long time, and that week he has an interview he really need to go. Some share unpleasant childhood experience and worry that this trial would bring back a lot of um, unpleasant memories. Uh, Some people had um, experience in their childhood that was similar to this case. And after hearing all that, I decided not to raise my hand because I felt my reason seems pretty petty compared to those who share their reasons, assuming they're telling the truth. So did not working for a whole week hurt me financially? Absolutely. That's without a doubt. It has also caused um, some setbacks in my business as well. But then I asked myself, would such financial loss prevent me from paying my bills this month? The answer is no. So deep down, I knew, yes, I'm going to lose money. I will have a lot of work to catch up after the week. But at the same time, at that moment, I just wanted to be a responsible person. 
because at that point it felt like the right thing to do. And at the same time, I also thought to myself, imagine if one day I or someone I care about had to stand in trial, or the other way around, or I or someone is the plaintiff. I would rather have people who serve on the jury, the one who understand and value such responsibility as a citizen, than someone who just sees such duty as an inconvenience. So after having all those inner dialogue within myself, I didn't raise my hand. And to be completely honest, I didn't expect I would get picked to be one of the twelve jurors of like ninety people. And so that's one thing I realized. Yes, there will always be some sort of inconvenience for being a juror. However, such inconvenience is rather trivial compared to those who are. In trial, whether you're the defendant or the plaintiff, right? So, perspective. And another thing is, after the trial was done, I felt just really overwhelmed with a lot of emotions. And let me make a note on a criminal case. In order to reach a verdict on a criminal case, all twelve of us. We have to、um, be unanimous for our verdict. Our verdict must be unanimous. It took us two days to deliberate. So just imagine the tension and the frustration we all experienced in that room.、Um, I did shed a few tears after the whole thing was done. I had this overwhelming sense of sadness. My heart just felt really heavy after the trial, and it lasted for days. I think I still have some lingering sadness in me, but at the same time, I just feel so grateful, so grateful for life. Grateful the fact that I didn't grow up with shitty parents like that, and you know, I had a really rough time in my early twenties. I didn't have a good relationship with my parents. I had a lot of resentment towards them because, despite how well I did in school, I graduated high school with a four point zero GPA. I got an almost perfect score on my math SAT. I only made one mistake. I got accepted into one of my dream universities, NYU. But I ended up have to drop out of school because I had to shoulder the financial responsibilities for my family. So at one point, I really hated my parents.、Um, I worked two jobs, worked over a hundred hours a week trying to go to school, but it didn't work out for me. So those were so crazy times.、Um, sometimes when I thought about that, I still have some lingering. Bitterness, because sometimes I couldn't help but think, what if, you know, life would be a little easier. What if I could, you know, get some help from my parents, or at least not to shoulder that much responsibilities, right? But you know, after this trial, I look at it differently. I'm grateful that, even though us as a family went through some really rough time, but. My parents never mistreated us, so 
perspective matters, right? And I'm really grateful for all the opportunities I have. Just the fact that I'm sitting here right now recording my podcast, um, I have the privilege and luxury to do this. This itself is a blessing. And uh, there's another thing I heard in the trial that is constantly in my head. Um, there was this voice recording between the six-year-old and the interviewer. When the interviewer asked the six-year-old what's making her so not happy, she said, life is hard. And when she said it, she almost cried. You could hear from her voice. When I heard those words, I could feel her sadness and um, hopelessness. I think even when I think about it right now, it it just makes me really sad. When a six-year-old says life is hard, it's really hard. It's hard for real because they're young. They rely on adults. They had limited resource they could actually help themselves because they're not really capable to. And uh, it leads me into thinking, how many times we tell ourselves things is hard? We hear this very often. Oh, business is so hard. Staying consistent in social on social media is hard. Getting new leads for business is hard. Raising prices is hard. Getting clients to book new services is hard. Sales is hard. Is it really hard or are we just not resourceful enough? Is it really hard or are we just making excuses for a pity party? Heavy words, I know, but I like to ponder on these things. And I think that's it for today's episode. Well, if you enjoyed today's episode, please like and subscribe. Let's crush it this week. And I will see you next week.